Take It Home, a wrestling podcast. This week we are coming to you live from a, a undisclosed location. Uh, I am Sean Hood, and joining me on the panel this week are Zach Hilton. Zach? Hi, welcome to my dungeon. That's, oh God, Zach's dungeon. I feel like I've been here before. Yeah. This is the reason my farts don't make any noise. And... <laughs> Joining us again this week, Mr. Wonderful. How are you doing, Mr. Wonderful? I'm doing fantastic. How are you gentlemen doing? Delicious. Pretty oh, pretty good. Some... Pretty good. I'm good. But this is Take It Home Wrestling Podcast. We'd like you to get in touch with us, folks. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash takeithomepod, or on Twitter, at takeithomepod. And if you have any questions or uh, concerns or topics or anything you want us to respond to, you can send them to us on Gmail at takeithome757 at gmail.com. That being said, let's head on over into our news segment. Dun, 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 dun. News. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I'm going to see. Like, do it again for me real quick. I'm going to cut that out and try and make it into something. Dun, 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 dun. News. Okay, deal. <laughs> All right. Our first news story this week. Nike. Nike. Everybody's familiar with Nike, right? Swoosh, the, right? The yeah, swoosh. swoosh. Okay, the swoosh. The foot brand. <laughs> Yeah, the foot brand. <laughs> Adidas? Nike is taking the fight to SmackDown in a trademark battle. Okay. Okay. Uh, just do it, that slogan that's been synonymous with them for the longest time now. Uh-huh. Bear in mind how long of a time this has been, okay? Okay. But they're suing SmackDown over Just Bring It. 12 years? At least, I'm thinking. Longer At least. 13, 14? I think it says 15 16. years ago. 16. 16. I think, wow. They, they trademarked it for the video game 15 years ago is what it says here. Just bring it. Yeah, and they're suing them over that. Why? Now, first of all, why wait 15 years? And secondly, do they even have any ground to stand on? I'll start with you, Zach. Okay, I'm confused. A, because I'm like, how do you sue SmackDown? It just says they're, they're doing WWE. Maybe they're suing Maybe WWE, but WWE. specifically SmackDown because that was the brand for their video game. Well, I think that's just ridiculous because you're talking about something that's been around and in the dictionary or something. No, that's SmackDown. That's just SmackDown. Um, I don't know. I just don't think this is something they can stand their legs on because right. it's just dumb. Uh, let me put this in there real quick before because I just found this. Uh, in October 15, 2014, the WWE filed for Just Bring It with the intent to use it in a connection with selling a variety of clothing, including shirts, jackets, pants, underwear, and pajamas. So maybe the fact they're trying to tie in that slogan to a clothing line, which is what Nike does, I don't, maybe that's their ground that they're trying. And again, I just don't know if that helps them. By the way, I got, I got that from Forbes just to throw it out there so people know I'm not just stealing this crap. Again, I don't like it because The Rock's been using it and it's been on clothing since 2000. Right. I, I agree with you for the most part. Wonderful. Well, while The Rock's been using it, there could be that argument of the fact that everybody knows just bring it and the Nike slogan of just do it. So they are very similar in the fact that you're selling something very similar. We've seen these cases a thousand times over. It really kind of depends on the judge, but we've seen it go either way. So I could see somebody making the case of they're too similar in the sense of, yeah, maybe they haven't brought up the case for the last 14 years, but now that the WWE really wants to capitalize off of it, we need to take a stand on it. Just because somebody was saying it, doesn't mean they were actually using it to sell it. What, one or two video games, maybe? And then the, the shirts, like he said, and this, that, and the other thing. But I I, I kind of see your point there of like, yeah, we have seen things like this with other lawsuits go back and forth, and it's kind of piddly stuff. I guess my logic is when these sort of lawsuits come up, in my mind anyway, it's kind of like if... <sighs> 
for for me, for a company to have anything to stand on, any kind of ground to stand on in an argument like this, you have to be able to prove to me that them using this slogan that isn't identical, close, sure, but there's been close things forever in history. There's no original ideas anymore. Um, you have to be able to prove to me anyway that it's cost you revenue. Right. And I just don't see, like, nobody went, oh, I really like, I like that Nike shirt that says just do it, but WWE has a shirt that says just bring it. And knowing that I'm not the WWE fan, I want that bring it. Right, exactly. I'd rather bring it than do it. Exactly. And I, so that's where I stand on that opinion, but I just... <sighs> Do you think that that was the reason they waited so long was it kind of wasn't a big thing, but now if they're planning on using it as almost a clothing line of its own yeah. that they're, step, they're putting their foot in? Well, if if WWE is serious about just trying to do a brand, like the John Cena, John Cena has a clothing brand. Um, so yeah, I didn't even know that. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, no, it's I had one no that clue. they promote every single week. Del Rio's in the commercials. Oh, tap no, out. not tap out. No, no I'm, I'm not talking about that. No, John no. Cena, if you go to WWE shop or whatever and you go to, not superstar John Cena, but John Cena, Cena has his own brand, like jeans and stuff like that. I swear, I thought that was his brand, though. No, no, tap out's... Tap out's just tap out. They've been around forever. Yeah, in right. fact, they used to be the uh, the douchebag MMA fans used to love wearing right. tap out. And now no the guys, longer. The guys who never actually did anything, but they just wore the tap out clothing and picked big picked things up and put them down. Yep. And then they acted Ken like Shamrock? they knew how to fight. Exactly. You know, oh, all right. No, no. <laughs> Sorry. But I, I think if WWE is literally trying to make a clothing line, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. If if you may not win. But go for it. But go for it. You're Nike. I guess you can afford to lose it. That's right. You know What do you think, Wonderful? Agreed. You can afford to lose it, but you're going to go for it because, hey, if you win, you made a little more money in the process. That's right, baby. Exactly, daddy. Okay, so here's news story number two. This one's a little weird. For just two guys that make me go, oh, well, you two. You, you two. <laughs> These motherfuckers. Jim Cornette hey. went, went on an epic rant uh, about Vince Russo earlier the week. Oh, uh, apparently Russo uh, wanted to work with Jim Cornette, and I think the idea was to try and help TNA. I'm trying to see if that's. Uh, I express my. <laughs> okay, hold on. Jim Cornette tweeted, "I express my legitimate desire to murder someone." He counters Whoa. with, "Be a man and have me on your podcast." I'm sorry. So it looks like Russo wants to work with him in the podcast world. Okay, and uh, Jim Cornette. Threatens to murder him over that. <laughs> Are they at this point? Does Jim Cornette go so off the wall just to try and stay relevant in wrestling? Because really, when he's not in the news for being an asshole or be, mm, gonna beep that for uh, being a jerk or anything like that, he's just he's, nobody's talking about him anywhere. Well, my thing uh, about Jim because I've worked with Jim, right? Beautiful man. And I respect his opinion. Hell, mm-hmm. he's gone on his podcast and said he should have put me over. Yeah. More so, put the titles on me. I agree. Not those schmucks, Benjamin and Haas. Who cares about them? <laughs> Who cares about them? Yeah. Um, but what I will say is that everything is a work. Yeah. In the wrestling world. Yeah. And I think Even he knows, if you're not actively working in a wrestling company. I think he's working. I think Vince uh, Russo's working. I think the whole thing to work. I think everybody's a work in the working business. Right. And, it, and it's even a sense that they're not even working together, mm-hmm. but they're both working it for their own angle. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Wonderful. What do you, okay. 
you as somebody who has not worked with Jim Cornette. Yes. I mean, do you ever hear about him when he's not going on some kind of epic rant? No, I don't. Exactly. I, I mean, ever since his days in the WWE. The WWE. Back there in the Attitude Era. Uh, I mean, outside of what I've witnessed with Zach over here where, you know, we've all, I mean, I think you, me, everybody here has uh, witnessed Zach wrestle there in uh, Cornette's industry. Well. Outside of that, <laughs> I mean, I've, I never hear of the guy. And I follow him on Twitter. And I never hear the freaking guy. Unless he's complaining about something. Yeah, unless he's mad at some type of politician. I never see a tweet from him. So he's so off my radar that when he pops up, it's like, what is Jim Cornette up to? What is he mad about this time? So I would almost think that that actually lends credence to Zach's argument that it's all a work. Because at this point, he he's doing it just to get people like you talking about him. Because you're not otherwise. No, I'm not. I mean, until this popped up, I hadn't thought of Jim Cornette since I think a Democratic debate with Bernie <laughs> Sanders was still in the race. Like, that was the last time uh, I, think I saw I'm, the man do I'm anything. I'm still in it, guys. And, and, you know, and I watch Ring of Honor. And there's, I'm like, hey, it's hey, Jim Cornette, what's up? All right, cool. And now I'm like, whoa, Jim Cornette's pissed off? What's going on over here? What's happening in this world over here? When, Jim, when is Jim Cornette not pissed off. Good call. That's a good point. Okay, so like, okay, so we're on the same page. It's pretty much by design, and they're both using it, whether it's together or they're on their own, to their own yeah. ends, just trying I, to get attention. I think it's just to work the wrestling world, get themselves some hits. Maybe they do do a podcast down the line. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, what happens? And, and we then, all tune in. Right, because there was this heated thing before about them trying to do it. You know what? I tuned in to Final Deletion. Deletion. Which actually takes me to my next news story. Not Final Deletion per se, but the company it comes from. Total nonstop action. Impact Wrestling. What's that? Yeah, most people don't know. Um, Is that some wrestling company? It's supposed to be. Some pop. Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling is moving nights again. Oh, no. (laughs) They're moving to Thursday nights now. Isn't that where they were? Uh, Yeah, and then they moved to Friday. Uh-huh. Then SmackDown Which I feel like followed. they did to get away from SmackDown, and now that SmackDown is off of Thursdays, they're going back to Thursdays. But now, what I'm channel gonna... are they even on? Pop. Pop. No, oh, wait, I shouldn't have done that right at the mic. I don't want to pop my peas. <laughs> You're what fine. The, what the <laughs> F is Pop? What it's, is Pop? It's, it's, a, it's a network. It exists. Mm-hmm. It's just not many people have it. Actually, less houses is this have dirty that. Pop? I think, I think they said less houses have Pop than have. Um, TV? Uh, Destination America, where they came from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have Destination America. Yeah. What is Pop? And Destination America was already an offshoot channel. Pop TV used to be the TV Guide channel. Oh, really? I thought it, I thought it used Who to be Who has that channel? Welcome to the 21st century. Nobody has that channel. That's why they're doing all they so, can. So, <laughs> my point being... Yeah. Does it even matter that they've moved to Thursday nights? Is this going to help them at all? All, well, I mean, you two don't watch. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of my point the whole time, yeah. right there. <laughs> okay, yeah, Zach, the gentleman with his hand up. Yes, it does matter because now they're finally on a night of television without other wrestling. Did they have competition on Friday? They had competition when it was SmackDown. They had competition. What are they Wednesday right now? Yeah, uh, the, yeah, I think that's so. NXT. NXT, yeah. Tuesdays right, is right. becoming SmackDown, so Thursday is the night that has no wrestling. Isn't Lucha on? 
No. No, they're on Wednesday. Yep. That's right, they're on Wednesday. Yep. This is this is the one night where they feel like, you know what, it may be 10,000 people that watch, it may be 5,000, but they can act like it's a ratings bump. It may be five people that watch it. <laughs> Just in the back, on monitors. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, are you watching this in here? Turn it on. We, get, we need ratings. EC3's just going to Best Buy's, turning it on the channel. <laughs> Do you oh, have man. sling? Hey, if they... <laughs> If they were smart, they'd work out a deal with Best Buys and be like, every night when our show's on, you need to have every TV in here on uh, our show. That'd be it. Hey, look, we're we're helping you out. No, 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 because Best Buy doesn't want to lose business. Well, yeah, that's true, but... They're already desperate for business to begin with. I work there. Whoa, bro. I work there. I I work there, too. I work there, too. Amazon Prime, bro. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> you're, so, killing, uh, you're killing the hometown boys. You're killing indie wrestling. Thank <laughs> God. Thank <laughs> God. Uh, some of them are doing it pretty well themselves. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know what I've seen a lot of on the just random thought. You know what I've seen a lot of on the independent scene recently? What? People ripping off the Bullet Club. Right. I How mean, lame can you get? All right, WWE is already doing their own kind of ripoff of it. You're right. ripping off a ripoff. Yeah. Stop it. And I mean, you know, people have to make money somehow because they're just going to pay for the T-shirts that they never paid on. off before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for the news. We're going to take a little break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about Brock Lesnar. So we'll be right back. Hello. Totally did it in one try. Oh, anybody, yeah. anybody who tells you anything else is a liar. It's a perfect show. It's a, every time it's a perfect show. <laughs> Mr. Perfect's in heaven crying. God damn, these guys are good. <laughs> that podcast chewed gum. It's <laughs> knock it out of the air. Hot <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, Brock Lesnar's fighting at UFC 200. Yes, he is. Against Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt. And he's a big Samoan-looking dude. Parents missed the boat on Mike. Can't wait till we get that uh, Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> right? Hey, this is a warm-up for that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Look at that. You can put an out-of-shape Samoan in there with him. Actually, you know when he's from New Zealand. Oh, is he? Yep. Good yeah. for him. I think he's New no, Zealand or Australia, no. one of the two. Well, they call him a Samoan. Maybe he is, but he's from one of the two. Okay. So, either well, way. Here's the point. Um... <laughs> I think Sean's more of a UFC guy yes. compared to me and Mr. Uh, Wonderful over there. Uh, Sean, are you excited about Brock being back, at least in this fight, on UFC? Without a doubt, because as a wrestling fan, I was super excited the first time he went. Right. But as an MMA fan... MMA. MMA. I loved how he... How he took to the sport. Right. Um, people knocked him all they wanted and this, that, and the other thing. And people gave him you know, a lot of crap because he was from wrestling and he's right. never done this. And all these guys tried so hard to get here and blah, 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 blah. See him punks there now. Calm down. It's, anybody can get in. <laughs> the point is... <laughs> The point, and look, Brock fought multiple times in the time it's taking Punk to have one. The point is, 
Hey, this guy from the Indiana 500's fighting. Hey, we found this guy outside wrestling another hobo over some cheese. Thinks he can do it. Oh, Kimbo. Um, oh, no. No, rest in peace, Kimbo. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. That was, that was wrong, dude. Anyways. Um, so... I was very excited, and then when you watched him fight, you could see like just that. The man we talked about in wrestling all the time, but the yeah. athleticism of that guy. There's one fight in particular I want that I can remember, and it's he was fighting Keith Herring, and he hits Heath Herring with a right hand, just a straight right, yeah. and Heath does like a backflip from it, like a roll, Ooh. like he hit him so hard, dude rolls backwards, and then, just, and then dude he just swarms him like a shark, yeah, and it's so fast, like that's fast for a, a lightweight or right. a middleweight. For a freaking heavyweight to move that fast is incredible. Right. Um, so it was just, a, he's impressive to watch as an MMA fan. It's not boring watching Brock Lesnar. And mm. I think that's what most MMA fans want. They just want to be entertained. Right. How can you boo this guy? I mean, I agree. It, for me, when Brock Lesnar did his original run in WWE, yeah. it was charismatic. He had, you know, very power to him. But when he went to the UFC, there was something that changed about him. Like, he felt animalistic almost. And that really helped for him when he came back to the WWE because I feel like in WWE, I watched UFC fighting Brock Lesnar yeah. instead of 2002 Brock Lesnar. Right. And that being said... The entertainer. Right. And now I feel like when I'm about to watch Brock Lesnar, I still feel like I'm getting the same, like, the yeah. fighting, but... Almost like he is, he's fighting for another company in my mind. Yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's, it's in a very weird way. It's like, it's almost like when they put him in those matches against like uh, Kofi Kingston on the, the special or against, uh, you know, just somebody else that we're not used to seeing him work with. And it's like, okay, well, we're not sure what we're going to get. Right. You know what I mean? But it's going to look like a fight. We know that. Yeah. And that's kind of how this feels. It's like, okay, different opponent, same Brock. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I completely Wonderful. agree. Agreed, agreed. I mean, this guy, since he left the E in his first run, has just become a beast. I mean, that sell in the WWE is absolutely right. The beast incarnate. I mean, that right. that when he goes into a WWE match with a Kofi Kingston, you know it's going to be a fight. Going into this, I mean... You mean a beating. Uh, well, a beating. But, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it's going to look like... Right, it will look like a, a real fight. It'll right. look like a legitimate fight. It's not going to look staged. Right. Even though we know it's staged... Right. It doesn't look as staged as... No, Are you trying to avoid that it's white on black crime? <laughs> <laughs> I think no, that's no, what... No, no, no. Not right now. Not, this is the wrong, this is the wrong cool. time. And what Brock Lesnar did, he needs to pay for. And, look, and he's going to pay it, for it. Well, for you folks, it's like two weeks ago, but the point is... <laughs> As I wear my Brock Lesnar shirt. Yeah, both yeah. of you. Nice, stylish Brock Lesnar shirts. Oh, I like that. This one, this is Brock's, too. I took it out of his... Uh, his out of his Canadian yeah, going it says, out? It says Brock right here. <laughs> I wish there was Brock under I'm going to write it on there just to be like, like Brock tape. There. Yep. I'm going to mark it. We'll use a marker and write Brock. Okay. Here's my next question. After this fight, does he go back to another UFC? fight yeah absolutely i mean ufc is going to be knocking down his freaking doors to get him back in there okay because i i said it to you guys before we ever recorded the guy is a draw period ufc would be stupid not to bring him back because the amount of views they're going to get on this right we're three dudes all right 
we're two dudes. Maybe one of us in here would have been watching it. Sean, you probably would have been. Yeah, without a doubt. But you yeah. and me, Zach, there's no way in hell we're watching this if it's not for Brock Lesnar. Right. And I am hyped for UFC because it's Brock Lesnar. Right. You bring him back, oh, I'm going to be right back here watching it again. The only other one I care about is you know, CM Punk. So that when I watch him win, I can laugh at you guys and go, yeah, CM Punk! You like how he lives in this, personality. in this little fantasy world he lives in? Can't wait to do that episode. Yeah. He's already won 13 matches in my world. Hey, CM Punk, over a year, undefeated. <laughs> uh, anyway, but uh, and echoing kind of wonderful here, I think that UFC would want to bring him back, but I also think that really heavily depends on his how he performs. The fight. Yeah, because here's the, the thing. If he loses a close fight... That's mm-hmm. one thing. Right. But if he gets knocked out hard yeah. against this guy, yeah. I'm not sure they, they bring him back. After that. And to be perfectly right. honest, I'm not sure Brock wants to fight again if that right. happens. He just because wants to leave. He's openly said that he, he felt like he came up short in his first run because of the diverticulitis. Yeah. And that being 100%, he felt like he could beat everybody. Yeah. So if he's losing to a guy in a bad fashion who's not even a top contender in yeah. the heavyweight division. Yeah. Does he personally go, okay, well, I just, I'm, I'm done in, in UFC. Right, right. Being the competitor is, I feel like he has to know that if that happens. I agree. But if he succeeds or if he does very well in this fight, I feel like there's no way he doesn't want another one, and I feel like there's no way UFC doesn't try to bring him back. I like that. I like that because I feel the same way. I feel like if you're Brock Lesnar and you come in and you lose and like, two rounds, like, get you need to go ahead and retire. But at least you had your retirement match. This, if you win, and you win in glorious fashion, go ahead and try to keep going. Maybe even a title. Yeah, Maybe even. which is possible. You know what? I would love to see Brock come on Raw with a UFC championship uh, and face WWE champion. Uh, like, I'm just saying, that's money, Jack. And then when he quits the UFC, he can drop the belt in the trash, trash can. can. He's wearing like a blonde <laughs> wig for some reason, and Tr- Tony Schiavone's there. Yeah, which is weird because he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and yeah. shorts. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Really weird, He's guys. got a beard now, but a douchey beard. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. I like this fantasy world we're creating. <laughs> this is really good. All right. Before- CM Punk is going to win the Dead. Years. God dang it, man. Will you I shut up it. about it? I ruined it. God, he's so dumb. CM Punk is so dumb. I hate you. He is so dumb. I love, love you. you. <laughs> all right, let me. All right, before we leave the UFC conversation. Okay. What I want to do right now, because Brock is the guy. I mean, we haven't seen CM Punk yet, so I'm not going to knock till I see. No, I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> um, who, if you can pick one of each, who would be best other than CM Punk or Brock Lesnar? Who would be best in UFC and who would be worst Ooh. in UFC? Okay. Okay. Um, best in UFC. Oh, God. I'm trying to think of like some, you know, if it was like 10, 15 years ago, I'd say Undertaker would be best. Okay. Then um, that's fine. If you want to go Taker, I like it. And again, it would have to be if he had gone in his prime before he had yeah. the banged up knees and everything. Because like I, 97. I've always, yeah. Like I've always legitimately bought him as a, as a 
just a Fire. tough dude, a, a badass dude, right? And a guy who could legitimately be, hand you a beating in real life. Because, I mean, we've heard all, we've all heard that before about Michaels and Austin wrestling. Right. And Taker was waiting behind the curtain with the taped fists in case Michaels decided to go into business for himself. Right. Um, if that's the kind of guy you are, hey, <laughs> I feel like hey. you're used to handing out a beating or two. You gotta do what you gotta do. And he has a passion for MMA. He's just openly admitted that he said that if MMA had been as popular as it got, you know, earlier, like way earlier, he would have done it. Then. He would have been the that instead of wrestling. Yeah, I which get is, that. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd pick him for for a guy I think would have succeeded. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have one for succeeded? Sheamus. I think okay. Sheamus would be. I could see that. I can, I too. mean, his wrestling style already is pretty kind of MMA style. It's very MMA. physical. MMA. MMA. It's very physical. It's very kind of brunt. It's very in your face. I feel like you give him kind of a little bit of training. Yeah. And you actually teach him that sport. He'd be somebody that could pick it up really quickly, and he could do some damage. I mean, dude, he pretty much ended Triple H's career. Yeah. And I mean, that, was, yeah. that was just in a fake wrestling match. He pretty hey, much hey, ended hey. We don't like that word. I mean, it was all real. It was all really <laughs> It's realism, baby. It was all legitimate. It wasn't staged at all. So, you know, but I feel that's a good guy. Okay. So terrible. One of, a guy How about I give my, like... Oh, I'm sorry. Go right ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm used to being the... the I know, hey, I know, Zach, I know. do you have something that wonderful. you think would be... Um... I got. I have two. Okay, I have two. Two that would do well. Yes. Okay. And I feel like it's because of wrestling. I think if they trained, they could get into the punchies. Um, Shelton Benjamin. Okay, I can see that. Um, and Dolph Ziggler. Okay. I feel both of them because of their wrestling background, they could go in and work wrestling moves. Yeah. But as long as they can punch. Yeah, as long as they could just work on striking. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Somebody that I can't believe we overlooked. Again, this would have had to have been 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, Ken Shamrock <laughs> could have been something. No. Um, Kurt Angle. Yeah, I you good call. I felt like Kurt. <sighs> good call on the angle. Yeah. F you for that. <laughs> Um, Shamrock and Blackman work together. That's people, why I made the joke. People who would be terrible. Now, like, what's the guideline here? Like, people that would, like, be disappointing because you expect them to do well and they're awful? Or, like, they say they're going to go do it and you're like, what? what? <laughs> I think it's to say you're going to go do it. Like, if Zack Ryder said, I'm going to go do UFC, I go, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I've, okay. I've liked you, but, dude, you're going to die. That is a pretty you're great one. Di- you're going to be in there for three seconds and be dead. That's that a pretty great good. choice. I do like that choice. Yeah, that's oh, a good yeah. one. You, I knew you would. Because no matter how you feel about the guy as a wrestler, period, I, I can see right. that 100%. Yeah. Right. Oh. Shawn Michaels. I think yeah, Shawn Michaels would be horrible. <laughs> I, you know who I'm going to choose? Huh. Ryback. Okay. I think yeah. Ryback would be terrible at it. He's, he's just a, with, he's the, a with talker. The, well, he's a talker and with the, the size and just yeah. it's clear. If he, I, I think he'd be winded in like 20 seconds <laughs> and he'd just fall over. I like it. I like it. <laughs> So I think that would be my pick. Nice, nice. Well, you want to take a break and finish this bad boy up? Yeah, and then we can uh, talk about the Cruiserweight Classic. That's, that's the first time I've said that. That's so, what we're uh, going to do. <laughs> we'll take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about the WWE Cruiserweight Classic. Welcome back. 
to Take It Home. Thank you for joining us again. We appreciate you guys each and every week. Don't forget you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, mm-hmm. uh, Podbean, all over the place. So just search us and share it with your friends, folks. Tell anybody you can. We appreciate it. We really do. Any listens we get, we love you. We yeah. love you. We love you. And go to our Twitter, Take It Home Pod. That's Facebook, right. Take That's It Home yeah, facebook.com slash take it home pod. That's right. And uh, again, if you want to email us, take it home 757 at gmail.com. That's right. So, this last break, we're going to talk a little bit about the Cruiserweight Classic, which at this point, like when you guys listen to this, it will have started already, but at this point, it has not begun. Um, so, yeah, maybe. It should. This may be the first episode. Oh, all right. Well, then. Here's the point. When we're recording this, it hasn't started yet. So regardless of when the episode comes out, boom. <laughs> there it is. So anyways, the, um, the one thing I want to say about this is, first of all, I have loved the presentation of this so far and the way yeah. that WWE has, has really put this out there and made it seem like a legitimate competition yeah. has been fantastic. I think one of my favorite parts of the whole thing, and this may sound silly to a lot of people, but one of my favorite parts of all the buildup to this was the official weigh-ins. Yeah. I freaking loved that yeah. because it makes it seem like a sport. It sets re- realistic limitations on the guys who want to compete as a cruiserweight. Mm-hmm. And and it just ends us. It gives it a sort of validity, and like this is a, a competition, exactly like right. MMA or something like that. Big fight, exactly. Um, that's been something I've loved about it. It's just that's the sort of thing I've wanted to see applied to more of wrestling. Uh, what have you really enjoyed in the, in the build up to it so far, Zach? I mean, other than getting to see Daniel Bryan, because I think he is the king of the mm-hmm. cruiserweight kind of guy to yeah. make it big, but. Other than that, it's like, like you said just a second ago, it feels like a competition. And I talk about it next week with the Hardy's final deletion. <laughs> but, like, everybody's wondering what's the next thing, like, to progress the product. You got it right here. You're making it feel legitimately sporty. Yeah. And that, to me, is bigger than anything. Agreed, How about you? Agreed 100%. I mean, that's that's my biggest takeaway so far is that it just it feels huge. It feels important. You cannot miss this. You have to see what happens with this. It's a sport. It's it's a competition. I mean, everybody's been glued to soccer right now. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. they've got the Euros going on and, and everybody cares about who wins. Right. You care about who wins this. You, you actually legitimately are engulfed in this right now right one of the best things about it was they did give you uh the first thing was they had a brief uh special where they kind of just had everybody get in the ring and Mauro Ranallo and uh, Daniel Bryan give you a quick one-two fact about him or something like that and they hopped out and the next guy got in right that alone by itself was enough to make me invest in a couple of the guys because yeah. they, I got a quick background on their story or how they got there or their style or something and I was like oh cool then they did a special the other day called Bracketology where they yeah. sat down and picked apart the brackets and talked about a lot of the guys on there and gave you way more background on them yeah and that made me invest way more in some of these guys um has there been anybody so far that i mean are you familiar with the brackets at all you guys i looked at them i'm i'm gonna be honest with you i can't name people i mean there's the the johnny Johnny gargano and tomasa ciampa they're obviously going to be top heads but i mean like tajiri coming back and brian that's so crazy back like that's cool that i'm going to get legends in this competition we can make a little run 
Yeah, they should be able to go the distance and maybe even finals, but I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt new kids. There was one guy that I, he looks – he's not doing the gimmick like the Vaughn villains. Oh, the English guy. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking like about. Him. The ginger. The yeah, ginger. the ginger guy. Um, I like I'll him. I'll see if I can pull up his name real quick while you continue your point. Um, I love him. I also like the two uh, – because I believe that other tag team in NXT, the TK81. Oh, uh, T, T61 or something like that? I believe T, they're T, in something. it too. I think they're in it, and I like both of those guys guys as well yeah they're both they're both great um i wish i'm trying to find the guy's name wonderful. right now Did wonderful you are you familiar with any of them i will not, say this real 100%. quick the last guy to play suicide in tna isn't it oh really tj perkins yes yeah, yeah he's in right it. and he's openly admitted this might kind of be his last chance because he's been in the business for a while you know he was homeless for a long time while no he was wrestling way. yeah oh. i mean when you work for tna <laughs> hey, hey, hey. um which channel are they on again uh, who cares? The Home <laughs> Shopping Network. The Home Shopping Network. Is that at three in the morning? Yeah. It seems like it. There's a uh, oh Kota Ibushi, the guy who faced when we first saw Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The guy yeah. who faced Shinsuke. Oh, really? Is, is in this? Nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm thrilled. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, another standout was the British guy, uh, Zack Saber Jr. Yes, he's been I a like big standout. You know, and a little bit just from watching some of his stuff, a little. And I know somebody else is going to argue with me because it's not exact. Who's not going to argue? Right, wrestling fans. Um, a little bit of his style reminds me of Daniel Bryan a bit. Yeah, a lot of kicks, a lot of uh, just, I guess, high impact. With he's a small, taller than Bryan. But small frame, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just, nobody on this is a big dude. No, God Except no. that one guy, Tony Nice, who yeah. I think is like 204, so yeah. he's like right at the cutoff. Uh, I was going like, to say, boom. 205 is the cutoff, but I've heard like 149 or 160 is like the little guy. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just going to be fun because we're going to see things that we don't get to all the time. And not only that, you want to talk about Raw being the best show or SmackDown? Screw you, Wednesday night's the wrestling show because I get NXT this Wednesday, which, by the way, is Nakamura versus Finn Balor. It's this uh, Wednesday? This Wednesday is oh. Nakamura versus Finn Balor. Then, after that at 9, is the start of the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, so, it's the best night of wrestling this week. I know you week. and I are usually probably in bed by yes, then. Yes, but we'll be yeah, awake. I was going to say, but we're going to be awake for that. No, I'm so, watching. So, by them. the way, make sure you follow along with us. We will post things so you guys can watch and react with us That's right. on our Facebook page. And, if you again, it'll be on a Facebook page, facebook.com slash takeathomepod, or... You can just tweet us live at Take It Home Pod. Yeah. I've got to plug those anytime I can. Plug anything and everything. I'm looking at the names here, just trying to see if I can find the name of that one guy you like. Because I hate to, to not give the guy the shout out when we really did like Yeah, yeah. Um, I get that. Was it was it Jack Gallagher? Does that sound right? Mm, maybe. Let me see if I can. I'm seeing if any other name jumps out at me real quick. Uh, I do know that... Um, um, what's his name? Is in there Cedric Alexander's in there? Yeah, Cedric. I've I've that, worked with cool, Cedric, which is very cool. Uh, yeah, I think it has to be. Uh, I think it has to be Gallagher. I think Jack you're right. Gallagher. I'm looking him up right. Nope, that's not a wrestler. <laughs> that's not. That's a comedian. That is. Oh, okay. I thought it was gonna be something else. Um, let me this see. Yep, Yuri? it's Jack Gallagher. Okay, Jack yeah, Gallagher. He's like the ginger English of professional Dillon. wrestler. But I like him because he openly admits he's not. What everybody thinks of as a cruiserweight, he's right. like, no, it's mat based, it's yeah. scientific, it's that's what's going to be fun. And I'm like, that's so cool that WWE went out and they were like, we're not going to have 
just a high flying fest. Thank God. Yeah, this is meant to be to show you all the different styles that you so, guys wrestle. Oh God, and that's so great. I love that. Man. You're turning me on. Uh, I'm excited. Triple H was talking about it on the bracketology thing with Brian and uh, Morrow. Yeah. And he said that uh, he was like, we, we came in and we were t- when we got you guys to do this, and he called them the dream team for commentating. Ooh. And I was like, oh, aren't they? Though? Oh, they're going to commentate. Yeah, they're commentating the event. Oh yeah, God. yeah, yeah. And um, when they're commentating the event, but he was like, we called them the dream team. And he was like, and when I was telling you guys who was in it, and there was a few where, where uh, Daniel was like, ah, uh, uh, he goes, oh, we're doing our job well then because if De- Brian doesn't know who these guys are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, because he's wrestled everybody. I mean, that's the thing about the. WWE that I love, man, where, like, people take them for granted. These guys are going all over the world finding these competitors. Like, this thing's supposed to run through September or October or something like that. crazy. And I'm like, this is going to be the best three to four months of television, of wrestling, that you have. And why wouldn't you want the network for this? Uh, Davari's younger brother, too. Oh, really? Aria Davari's in this. Nice. Yep, he's in this. uh, And there's tons of guys. I've wrestled Davari. Oh, that's right. I remember you telling me that. He almost got killed. Yes, he did. By all the people out there. Good for him. TJ Perkins, Johnny Gargano. I think it's interesting that TJ uh, that uh, Johnny Gargano and Tomasa Ciampa first round are first round against first each round other. That's against crazy. each other. That's hot. I bet you that plays in NXT. Of course. Yeah, which is great though because they're using this to tell more stories. Let's build, baby, dude. And I bet you money, like at half of these guys might wind up in NXT after well, the draft. I think I'm pretty sure this is supposed to do with some kind of contract or something. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I mean, but I'd be willing to bet you at least half of these dudes because I mean they're going to yeah. have to refill NXT. Oh, you have and to. And with the with the con with the competition, you'll have automatic built-in recognition. Yep. And you'll have made them feel like stars already. Exactly. So they come in, you don't have to introduce them and wait for them to to establish themselves. Maybe give them a little more personality yeah. in case if they don't have it, but it definitely will help. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. And I think and then they get to work with guys who are still there like if Samojo's still there or something like that. Right. Exactly. Right. So I think overall I am super excited about the Cruiserweight Classic. And you know what this does? This what? makes me more excited for if they really do get get around to doing that special for women. Yes, exactly. The next one should be a women's championship I'd classic. I'd love that. Something with this much focus and this much attention yes. on, on women wrestling, women's wrestling would yep. be fantastic. Then after this tag team. And you know what? Yeah. You can use your current tag teams, like yeah, all not? of them. Use them all and bring in some. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. There's so much this so much damn potential. thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, as a wrestling fan, you could say all you want to Raw and SmackDown and all that. But if you love WWE wrestling or wrestling, period, it's going to be the prettiest product you can get. And I don't care. You could say what you want about Triple H. Godsend. Oh, without a doubt. Godsend. Without a doubt. Because he's clearly got a different idea in place for what wrestling should be than the old man in charge. He has the next, like... You know, the next big thing. <laughs> Unlike some <laughs> deletions. Oh, God. Just, anyways, God. anyways. Make sure you tune in next week for that, folks. Now, you because... want to talk classic. Okay, yeah. I'll we'll tell you about classic. a classic. It was a tournament style, all men naked. Oh, We wait. would go in single wait, elimination. No, no. Wait. Whoever no. would just drop their okay, drawers. Okay, hold on. We're getting hit. You. Hold on. We got to take it home, folks. Thank you for joining us this week. You know, make sure I'm you tune in next week when we watch when they Zach and Jay it talk about the crazy. final deletion. Full on oh, touching. Oh, we're gonna, it was like, we'll hey, see you later. Dude. We got to take it home.